Hi, and welcome to First Bite, a nation's restaurant news podcast. I'm your host, Holly Petrie. Today is Wednesday, January 3rd, and here are your top stories. First, 32 trends to watch in 2024. Enter editors and a few outside voices weigh in on what the restaurant industry can expect in the year ahead. Second, why snack restaurants are bullish about 2024. Consumers have shown an increased willingness to spend on inexpensive indulgences offered by the food service segment as an escape. Third, coffee is growing and so are these 10 emerging chains. From Florida to New York to Oregon, buzzworthy coffee concepts are revving up. Fourth, the 43 restaurant industry CEOs who got new jobs in 2023. There were new CEOs at Taco Bell, Fat Brands, RBI, and more. And finally, report, Tropical Smoothie Cafe is exploring a sale. The report about Tropical Smoothie Cafe's sale exploration comes the same week as a similar report about Chuck E. Cheese signaling that restaurant M&A activity may be picking up. Now let's dive deeper into a trending story from our website. One week after the release of the third-party assessment of Starbucks' collective bargaining commitments in December 2023, the Strategic Organizing Center, a coalition of labor unions provoking a proxy battle with the Starbucks Executive Board, responded. According to the SOC, the results of the independent audit very clearly show a, quote, track record of human capital mismanagement, and that leadership changes needed to facilitate more constructive outcomes for labor-related discussions and agreements. With its nomination of three directors to the Starbucks Executive Board, the Strategic Organizing Center hopes to address the company's treatment of its employees, including Starbucks' clashes with its growing union, arguing that the company's alleged union-busting tactics have left it legally vulnerable and have tarnished the goodwill of the Starbucks brand. For more on this story, let's turn to Joanna Fantosi. So the proxy battle news continues with Starbucks. Um, We last heard that... um, that the Strategic Organizing Center, which is a coalition of labor unions, um, in late 2023, they had initiated a proxy battle, um, which basically means that they're trying to gain seats on the board um, because they really want to address the company's treatment of its employees. Um, And so that originally happened in November of uh, of now last year, Happy New Year, um, and so they came out with a statement in response to the Starbucks's third party assessment of the of its collective bargaining commitments, um, and so Starbucks's assessment of this. Um, Starbucks's conclusion that they came from this assessment was, you know, basically we did nothing wrong. Um, and the third party assessment came away with saying that um, we are not against unions and we're not doing anything basically illegal, et cetera, um, and that we just need better leadership. Um, and the strategic organizing center, however, came away with kind of a different uh, a different feel, a different vibe from from that as- independent assessment. Basically, they had said that it very clearly shows, and I thought this was pretty strongly worded, uh, they said it very clearly shows a, quote, track record of human capital mismanagement, uh, and basically saying that that leadership changes are needed both um, at the executive level and on the executive board, um, in which case this is why they are trying to gain seats on the board. Um, and so they're basically saying um, that, uh, that that if you don't fix these issues, then Starbucks is going to leave itself open to um, uh, to all sorts of possible legal issues in the future. And um, 
um, and that they're basically leaving themselves vulnerable, I think is the word that they used. And um, so this is why, this is definitely the part of the reason why they are trying to initiate this proxy battle. So last year, Starbucks got a new CEO. Um, and has he really had enough time to make a mark on their union battles? Or is this still a holdover from Howard Schultz and Kevin Johnson? I think it's a little bit of both. Um, I think that uh, Lakshman Narisaman um, has definitely made some bold changes in that, uh, at least in the appearance of Starbucks's relationship with its employees, um, because he's been doing that thing where he, um, I believe it's once a month, he works um, he works at a Starbucks cafe, um, and he was trained as a barista, and they and he made such a uh, big deal about this. Um, and they announced uh, several store level changes that are happening. Um, and they also, um, the uh, Starbucks keeps in the, it keeps releasing press releases, basically stating that they are trying to initiate uh, a relationship with the union so that they can uh, create a labor contract. Um, and they keep they keep having these press releases that basically they say the same thing, which boils down the union quote unquote, it's not our fault. The labor union is um, is not cooperating. Um, and so they're basically trying to, I think, clean up their act in terms of at least at least appearances. But a lot of the um, issues that were stipulated in the um, independent assessment um, were bef from before the new CEO kind of took over. Um, and so what the Strategic Organizing Center said um, that what they were criticizing is that um, in response to this sudden wave of unionization, it's clear that Starbucks wasn't prepared for this. The, the leadership basically had to scramble to respond um, and that they prioritized, the SOC basically claimed that they prioritized swiftly fixing these issues over, quote unquote, uh, careful respect for rights and limitations of the union. Um, and so what I kind of took away from that is that they basically think that, uh, the SOC basically thinks that, uh, Starbucks kind of cares more about their PR and keeping up appearances and kind of trying to put band-aids over, uh, the, the relationship with, um, the, the swiftly growing union, especially in 2021 and 2022, um, over actually fixing the relationship with the union and kind of creating a precedent for unionized stores moving forward. Um, and so I think that from what we can expect uh, in in 2024, um, as the new year rings in, um, is that Starbucks is going to be paying a lot more attention to uh, its unionized stores. Um, they are not going to be able to sweep anything under the rug, and they are and I can expect, I think we'll expect to see the first um, labor union contracts come out soon. Now, we have seen several lawsuits from the union and regarding union busting. And I mean, do you think this report is going to cause several more lawsuits? Do you think this is kind of like the straw that'll break the camel's back when it comes to suing Starbucks? Um, I don't necessarily think that that correlates with it. Um, I think that there have been a lot of legal battles back and forth. There's uh, Starbucks is also um, suing the National Labor Relations Board uh, for um, uh, for multiple reasons uh, related to the accusations of um, of of the issues with the union. Um, 
So I do think that this third-party assessment shows that, um, I mean, I read it myself, and I think the third-party assessment shows that Starbucks has a leadership, has had leadership issues in 2021 and 2022, um, and they really need to have stricter and clearer policies around unions. Um, I think that there was there was lack of clarity before, um, and it was kind of vague as to how they were supposed to be dealing with the uh, with the baristas that wanted to unionize um, in various stores across the country. Um, and so I do think that um, the third party assessment recommended um, clearer guidelines, updated guidelines. Um, and I think that that's where what we're going to see from Starbucks. So they basically can cover themselves legally and um, and reputationally. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of First Bite. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new one. Until then, stay up to date with all your news on NRN.com.